At this very moment, you're entering the vortex of Mystic Podcast. For some reason, the things that we feel the most activated to call or to talk about and to teach is the things that are the biggest lessons and breakthroughs and challenges in our own life. Hey, yeah, that's like the most <laughs> accurate thing. It's like, I always talk about it feels like um, my life sometimes feels like a video game. Like it's ascending in levels of like mastery, but it's, you're still playing the same video game. So every time that I come up against some sort of like resistance or block, it, it, I like literally just like roll up my sleeve and it's like, okay, what's the next level depth in the arena of self-expression and and courage and um, really like courage to be yourself and do it your way because that's usually like the the meat, the sauce of it. But it's always that, like it's never anything like different. It's always that just on a deeper level. And sometimes because we're so in it, like so emotionally involved and it's such a part of our process that for some reason it's like, all of a sudden you feel like it's bigger, like it's it doesn't make sense, like, oh my God, what is this? And then you come back and you're like, oh, right. It's all to the core of the same thing of self-expression. And as we're saying this, what is it, like the latest, the latest challenge, the latest level in this game for you that it's like so recently, like, yeah, I experienced that like not too long ago. Oh my God. I don't know if you heard my message in like the mastermind just a couple of days ago, but I like screamed and cried. It was so intense. So it's so actually like on point. Um, I have been in business now for this business for like four years and I've been in the online space now for over a decade. So I have like lived in every room at the party of the business world. I've lived in the social media marketing. I've lived in the super strategic like sequence funnel world. I've lived in the high ticket high ticket coaching. I've lived in the content creator. I've lived in the community building. I've lived in the organically grow your website to millions of page views a month world. Like I have lived in all of these different worlds. And what's been really interesting for me is that I've fallen so deeply in love with like the freedom and independence that this business has given me. And I want to bring that to other women, right? Like, it's like, yeah, like, let's grow your business. Like, it's like, it feels so powerful. It's such like a deeper why for me, right? My challenge has been, and this is kind of where the like bubble exploded, is that like, there's a part of me that knows very well exactly how to perfectly create a brand that would be essentially a multi-million dollar like brand to help women with their business. Like I could create the post, I could do the perfectly curated webinars, I could do like the five myths here and here's like my 17 case studies, like I can do it all. And I, that's just not me. And this is where I had this like, like bubble of frustration build over the last couple of weeks where it's like, well, how else are people going to know how good I am at helping people make like ridiculous, extraordinary amounts of money and success and record time? Like if I'm not doing it the way that everybody else is doing it. 
and something clicked. It, it was, I mean, it was bad. I was like, I was like, I don't feel motivated. I don't know what, I, like, it was so, um, suffocating for me because it was almost this feeling of like, if you want to go do it, you have to go do it like everybody else, because otherwise people won't buy, people won't trust, people won't, you know, when the reality is that I've been a shit show the whole time. I've just been me, my human self, like stumbling and falling and <laughs> changing directions and, 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 you know, kind of, I always say like evolving in real time in front of my community and kind of walking the path with everyone, but teaching what I learn along the way. And it's been this like messy kind of thing, but it's worked. I've made millions of dollars. So somewhere in there, I don't think I've ever really needed that formula. So it took me to this like new level of depth of being like, can you radically own that you're just not the traditional conventional like business mentor that you do things a little bit differently, that you're a little bit weird and like this is just the way that you guide and you teach and can you radically own that? And the moment that thought came through, it's like a bubble popped inside of me and I started to cry and then I smiled and then I screamed in the car and it was like this like scream of liberation that just felt so there I am. So it was like another layer, layer of self-acceptance and like, yep, this is, this is me. <laughs> That is so incredible because as you're talking, one of the things that's coming through, it's like the reflection of this thread on all of us, meaning it doesn't matter where we are in the journey. We could be at the very beginning of the journey. We could be in a very high level, like, you know, deep into the journey. And when soul talks, when we are divinely guided, it's scary no matter what and no matter where we are. But those soul calls and those like rem reminders of like, this is your path. Remember, this is your way. Remember, but it doesn't matter if it's the first step or the fifth step or the hundredth step. It's still when we're called into that, which is our path, it's still going to be scary because if it wasn't, then it's probably not the way because we are comfortable. The thing is, you know, between like this conversation is that lately what I've noticed collectively, and I think you were the one who asked me, like, the energies collectively right now are like crazy. And I was like, you know what I think it is? I think, and you tell me if you resonate with this, is that we were able to hold so much in our bodies in terms of like misalignment and like shame and judgment and things that didn't really resonate with our soul. And we were able to just kind of like store it somewhere. And then lately, it's like we can't, like, our soul would literally like rebel against it our body will rebel against it and it's like we can't take the wrong turns anymore when it's not where we're being guided yeah and I think you and I share something I was listening to your riff earlier on this and I think you and I share something around like the high achiever and the performance base so I've always taken pride in making the misaligned unaligned work I've always been able to make it work. Like, right? Like, like, sure, give me whatever, I'll make it work. Like it's it's the the celebration or the validation has come from like my ability to insert, you know, XYZ, right? And so what's really interesting is that what I'm noticing is 
there's a level of like ascension. Like we get to a point that the rebelliousness is stronger than that validation where it's almost like, okay, we get it. We could do really cool shit. Like we're really like extraordinary. Like, okay, we're, we, we are the black sheep. Okay. We are the leader. Okay. We are breaking all the rules. Okay. Like, okay. Like we can create extraordinary amounts of money or create realities that like, okay, it's done. It's like the check mark has been, been engraved. It's done. Right. And then there's this, like this, we're done, this feeling of we're done. And the thing, the rebelliousness feels really strong for women like us because, because of our attachment to achievement, we hold on even longer to the things that work, the things that we think we ought to be doing, the things that deliver that validation. It's just, it's how we are. So it's like, we hold on that much harder, but when you hold something so hard, so hard, and all of a sudden, like the, the release becomes even more aggressive. So there's this like revolt that happens of like liberation, desire to just be set free completely and be like our own soul expression, be like the fullest, like, even if it makes no sense because we're done, like we've left that validation or that, that need to operate even in that paradigm, like on a whole other plane. So I think there's like this like, oh, like ripping apart that happens. It's like, I'm ready to freaking fly. Like I'm ready to soar. Absolutely. I totally agree with that because you get to a point in which it's like so deep into the journey that like holding onto so many things that got us to a certain point need to go in order for us to continue the path that we really wanted to go. And and this brings me to like the conversation that I think you've had in your podcast or in your blog, I said somewhere where it was like, the big girl pants expression. And I think that one of the biggest things that I've noticed in the level of leadership that I am and you are, the, the, the decisions that we take in this position, it's like the, the big girl pants rather than the very nice, is it going to work? Is it not going to work kind of thing? And I would love to hear, especially from you, because there has been so many parts of your journey, if you can just tell us a little bit about that piece of your journey. Like I was reading your story and I was like, okay, she literally like creates something incredible and then boom, something happens. She creates something incredible and then boom, something happens. And it's like every time you create something that is like even more incredible of the thing before. So do you think that as you move through that, through those like creating something incredible and like kind of crumbling down and then creating something incredible, it's like, what what activates in you when you're in those points where you're like you actually have to make a decision that is like big girl pounds yeah you know it's so interesting because the kind of build it up and tear it down there was a big part of my journey where I used to judge it very much like it felt like almost like an addiction to the struggle an addiction to it was like addiction to the struggle and addiction to the triumph. So it was like this like up and down, it's like this high thing, right? And so when I started kind of really deepening in my work in leadership and my own kind of evolution, it's like, oh, is there something here that I need to look at? I mean, there definitely was. Like there is definitely like I used to be, my last business was a startup and I used to work like 18 hours a day. So there was a lot there that I needed to kind of, you know, um, look at. But what I realized is that, so 
when it was through that lens, it was very much, okay, time to put your big girl pants on and go do the next thing because it was like I needed this this courage, this thing outside of myself to pull me forward because, oh, things have collapsed again, so now we've got to rebuild. And it's like I kept myself in this cycle, right? So I know that I think even that article, like in Everton, and I've spoken about it so many times, and I still refer to it in like conversations and stuff, but that's like an older version of me as well, because it was still this like up and down and struggle and triumph and all the things. But then what I realized is that I am brought to life when I get to a place of creation and artistic expression and the expression of my own personal evolution, when I bring it out into the world, it brings me joy and I come to life because of it. And because I'm always evolving and I'm always changing and I'm always, I'm exploring and in so much of my work is just kind of parallel to my own evolution as a woman, as a single woman, you know, single mom whose son lives on the other side of the the country. Like I have this whole story, like it's just day to day to day. I'm so much bigger than my business, but my business is intertwined with it. So the moment that I decided that my business would be essentially me taking my community with me and teaching them along the way as I grow and I evolve. And I realize that I come to life in that because there's purpose in that because it doesn't feel like a nine to five. It doesn't feel like a business. It feels like we're all just kind of walking together, figuring it out along the way. Suddenly the buildup and the breakdown lost the charge of like achievement and look what I can do and gained the energy of like chapters in my life. So when it's now chapters in my life, it feels like, okay, this chapter's complete. If I choose to release something, which I've done many times, I've created incredibly successful business models and boom, just blown it up and started all over, whatever. So I could say, okay, this chapter feels complete or something more recently, like over the summer where I felt like a chapter was complete, but really it was an evolution of the last chapter. So it was still different and I still did release a lot of aspects of it, but it was now the new and improved version of it. And when I do zoom out, and I love that you were able to reflect that, is that when I do zoom out, the trajectory is still upward. I'm still going up. So even though in the micro, it might feel like the tower card, you know, where everything's just like, (laughs) you know, in the macro, it's still just going up and I keep making more money and I keep deepening my love and understanding and passion and mastery around the work that I do. So it's really interesting you know, when you're in it and it's like, oh my God, everything's crumbling, you know, but you zoom out, it's like, oh, but everything is building in this like beautiful masterpiece. Yeah. And it's the same thing <laughs> when we were talking about like the the depth of our craft, the depth of our teachings. And it's like, when you're in it, it feels like what is even happening? And then, you know, a month after you're like, well, that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> like hundred percent. But I love the idea of, and this has come up so much lately about, as you're saying, I'm an artist. I think that a lot of the times we don't see, because we we see our business as a business, of course, but there is so much pressure that comes from seeing the business as just a business when we understand that it's like we are creating art. And an artist doesn't necessarily, I mean, this could be disputed, of course, but 
creating in on demand and on pressure does not create the same results for an artist that when the artist creates out of self-expression, whatever they are within their journey. And some of the most beautiful things sometimes also is when you are in the, you know, the thick of it and you're like, don't even know what's happening. And all of a sudden in a month you zoom out and you're like, that was a masterpiece. So I feel like lately I've run up this kind of like freedom to remind myself and to understand. It's like, we are artists. We're such artists. And I think this speaks really to like also the masculine and feminine paradigm of in business, you know, when like kind of this wave of women coming in being like, well, like, yeah, we could make it work in the very, like, that's what I said. It's like, I could build, like, if I started a social media account with an email, like if I did something that just followed the rules that I had probably somebody else run because I'd swan dive off a roof if I'd have to run it. But if I built something, I could make it incredible, like a machine. I could make it work in the most structure, like structural masculine way. And I think a lot of us like really brilliant driven women entered the world through that lens. Many of us did crush it in that world. You know, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. This actually isn't so hard. It's like math. Like, you know, it's like you want more people, you make more money. Like it's all mathematics, right? And and then something was like, but what if we didn't have to do it that way? What if we got to bring our heart into the work that we did? And then suddenly when we opened our heart to the work that we did, and there's that like scary in between because we're like, does how do we know this is going to work? Like, you know, we know that the machine works. Like, how do we know that this like magical little, like the essence of me is going to be enough to continue on, right? This path. And we'll go through that process. And there's that little bridge, which is freaking terrifying. But on the other side of it is this deeply connected, like invigorating, nourishing, like just extraordinary experience where we're deeply connected with the work that we do, with the ripple effect that we have. We're part of global conversations. We're really deep in one-on-one conversations. Like we join groups of other women who are doing what we're doing. And we just kind of let, we let each other like witness one another in all of it. It's like this whole other world, right? That exists. And it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, machine wise, like I I think I shared when, when Melanie celebrated her, like, I think when she celebrated the 20 million this year, I was like, do you have any idea how many like bros and ties are on the other side of this going, what the fuck is this (laughs) woman doing? Like, it doesn't make any sense, right? Like the world that we have created, and it's taken a lot of courage for us to be able to go into this like land of the unknown because it doesn't make structural sense. But all of a sudden, what I'm also seeing is that not only are the results experience, but our expression and our like commitment to our work is different. It's like, we're not, we're not clocking in and clocking out. We are like, oh my God, I'm walking on the beach and I got this idea. And then like, boom, this is now being expressed. Now this is poetry. Now this is a post. Now this is a video. Now this is a podcast. Now this is a conversation. Now this is a module in a program. Like it comes from this, like this beautiful world where like everything kind of blends into each other, where we talk about being in relationships when we're also talking about being, you know, making money. And like, it's, 
I don't know, but I don't know about you, but I much enjoy this world. <laughs> like this is the fun world. This is the world where I feel like I can be fully, deeply all that I am. Yes. And it's very interesting because I was actually having a conversation with a client of mine that was telling me, you know, how do I keep the belief in this world where when almost everybody else is in another world? Yet I know that this world exists because it exists because there's people that are thriving in it. And, you know, one of the things that I was telling her, it was like, well, the more we surround each other with each other, the more we are in community with each other, the more, first of all, we compound power and the more this world grows so that it becomes an actual tangible world that exists. So going back to like, it doesn't have to be one way or the other. Like we live in a multiverse. We can actually create so many things. There's so many other ways without having to negate another one, without saying like, oh, that doesn't work. No, it does, but it also works this other way. And in this very topic, and I'm just going to put this out here and maybe, maybe we, because sometimes when downloads come through, they make sense and sometimes they don't. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if people are going to understand this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I felt it so strongly that it's like, there's two ways of creating. And one way it's creating by creating. And another way it's creating by trying to create. And the difference between those two, it feels like, I don't know, I'm sure, Kiara, that you can relate to this at some point. It's like one way is when you think about a strategy and you're like, okay, these are the steps that I need to do. This is what I need to say. This is what's supposed to do. Like all of that, you know, five steps to success. And you're in your head and you're trying to create what you want on an outcome, but it's all very limited to the outcome that you desire. And then there is this other way, the artist way, which is creating by creating. What does that feel like to me? That feels like, you know, when you have this like soul guidance wave of just like something that you move through, like the movement of this breakthrough of your of your deeper layers of what you teach. And then you just like, you're so full with it because you're so present with it. You, you're in it. You're in the moment that you spill over by sharing, by expressing, by being. And all of a sudden you're like, holy mother, holy shit. Like their response to this was insane. People are connecting so much. People are so activated. People want to work with me. Like the ripple effect of this was bigger than I could have even imagined. Yeah. This is, it's so crazy. I created last year, I created a program called Soul Fire Creatrix exactly for this because it was like awaken the artistry within. Because, you know, when we're looking at, for example, like, so I a thousand percent want to like um, comment on what you just shared because it was like the most beautiful way that I've ever heard it expressed. But I want to start by sharing the perspective of the audience and people on the other side, because I think that's really, really powerful as well. When we are introduced to a world where there are so many people, right? Like the coaching industry, for example, you know, granted it's, it's only really blown up in this way in the last few years, but it's like, you have a variety. There are so many coaches that are teaching like self-love, mindset, money, business, all the things, right? Everyone is doing this thing. And when you look at it, you know, you have 
on a very strategic level, like create your offers, sell your offers, market your offers, right? How to love yourself, the secrets to falling in love. Like the thing itself is nothing fucking new. Like you could go and like <laughs> hang out at Barnes and Noble with like five books and get all the answers to all the things. You could totally. Google for eight hours on how to create a seven-figure coaching business. Mm-hmm. You could Google how to grow your insert. You could Google all this shit. I know this because my last business was incredibly Googled. It was very Googled, the entire thing, right? So when we when the things, the things themselves hold no charge. They're here. They're here, right? So we teach, well, let me, exactly, right? They're created from here. It's like, how do I find the clients? How do I do the things? Okay, cool. So from that perspective, audience really doesn't know who to choose because everyone's selling the same shit. And then from the other perspective, the creators are feeling like there's so much competition and everyone is teaching the same things, right? So on this like really low plane, there's this like do, do, do energy of like then their solution is what should I do to stand out from other coaches? And then we women like us are like, no, you just go be. And then they're like, but what? <laughs> well, just, you go be because you are the energetic charge. So the energetic charge, in my opinion, is given to one of those very cardboard box kind of topics by way of that fullness, by way of that experience. So the way that I teach calling in clients is different than the way that somebody else teaches it because of the way that I teach it, because of my experiences and how I teach it, because my love for calling, like I teach it differently, right? As opposed to a very younger version of me who was like, post X amount of times a day, you know, collaborate with 16 people, do like, I had like a very structured, like send out 35 cold messages, like whatever the fuck, right? So the beauty is that not only does it feel better for us to create from this artistic overflow, right? This like energy of overflow, but it supercharges these cardboard concepts with the kind of energetic charge that actually makes things stick. Because I don't know about you, but how many times have we heard somebody say to you, like, I've heard this so many times, like, oh my God, I've heard so many people talk about this, but it's never clicked until you said it. Right. The way you just explained it. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Because it was expressed in the Kiara. <laughs> it was expressed right. in the language of, of bold self, of Kiara, right? So I think that there's this like really beautiful charge that we add to these things that actually make it work, that make people click. Because otherwise, they could just go Google things. Exactly. Exactly. And it actually, if we think about it this way, is more is simpler than we want it to be because it is more simple to, I mean, simple in quotes, because being ourselves is one of our biggest fears. So that's a lot of inner work. But if all we got to do is if the key is inside of us, and yes, we can all get the structure, but the structure will work to the voltage that we put in it then it's like all we've got to do is to do the inner work at the same time as we're taking the actions and doing the things. I love that. And and once you because the way you put it, it's like 
And the way I saw it when I when I took the download was like if you create if you try if you you try to create from the mind, and you would create from the mind, but creating by creating takes a full body experience. It's not just the mind. It's a full body creation, and that's the way of the artist. Yeah, because if you create with just the mind, then you're creating a Google Googleable <laughs> piece of content. Absolutely. I could tell you the five things, and that's like. Honestly, I think that works from a very like, you know, um, foundational beginner level, but no one here. I mean, I, I doubt that anyone that is in your audience is here for that, like basic shit. Like we're all here to like experience life, to feel alive. And when our life's work is so intertwined with our day to day, like we need to really prioritize that voltage. We have to prioritize that ability to like charge things with our, you know, with, with your you-ness, with my meanness, because otherwise what's the freaking point? Otherwise we end up resenting the things, the ways that we spend our days in the same way that we used to resent working for other people. Like you're just like, it was creating another simulation of another fucking nine to five that we all hate. Like what's the point? <laughs> and I also believe that's how burnout also comes. So freaking incredible. Thank you, Kiara, for this time. I yeah, am so, 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 so thankful for your energy, for our conversation, yeah. for everything that we were able to move into and what this kind of brought up for all of us. Is there, what are the ways in which people can go and look at you and follow you and work with you and get in your world and getting your energy and getting your magic? Honestly, just on Instagram, bold self. That's it. Perfect. One place. Bold self. Thank you. This is so good. You are so welcome. And thank you. Thank you for sharing your magic and sharing your thoughts and sharing your, your energy with all of us. And thank you for all of you who are listening. Hope you have an amazing day, night, wherever you are. Send you many blessings and much, much love. Talk soon. Bye-bye.